Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Yep, I'm excited. What's up, church? What's up, family? What's up, people? I'm so excited to be here, and I got a story to tell you guys today. Today, yep, so I was napping today, and people that know me very well know that I am always ripping and running and going from thing to thing, from project to project, from day to day, and it's very rare occasion to catch me actually taking a nap, but I was napping. And so I was sleeping in my bed. And to give you guys some context, at any given time, we can usually have anywhere from like eight to four kids in our house, plus or minus our kids, um, just because how the neighborhood is set up and how they're always in and out of the house and playing and it's a safe environment. And so I'm very blessed for that. But that comes with some consequences, right? Because they're all young kids. And so young kids are going to do what young kids do and make a lot of noise. But I was at the end of my nap and Kai had came in with some friends and I didn't know who it was in because my door was closed, but his room was next to my room and they were making noise and they were doing their thing and they were playing with his toys. And Kai said, My son said, hey, you guys need to be quiet because my dad is sleeping. And my son is only four years old. So when I initially heard it, I was like, is that my son? Is that really him? And he said, no, my dad is sleeping. Keep it down. They kept making noise. And he said, hey, my dad is sleeping. Keep it down. Please be quiet. And so I was listening to this go on and I was listening to his friends engage with him. And some of them listened and some of them did not. And I ended up coming out of my room, groggy out of my nap. And I said, hey, didn't my son, didn't he say that his dad was sleeping? And then I told them to go outside and go play and everything like that. But it really hit me. And it hit me in a way of God's authority and his authority given to Jesus, right? The authority from the father given to the son, And as my son Kai imposed and made aware of my authority through him and the governance of my house, and Kai pointed to the ultimate authority in the house. And as Jesus walked on the earth, he always pointed to the greater authority, whether this was explicitly or implicitly, whether Jesus was speaking through parables or speaking of the end times, speaking of who he was in relation to the father or to the church as a whole, all these things fall under the authority of God. And throughout the entirety of the Bible, we are exposed to authority, like the term authority. We are in, we are in relationship with what authority means to us. In the beginning, we see authority expressed through God as he placed authority over man to have dominion over all things. Ephesians 6.12 says this, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Mark 11, they arrived again in Jerusalem, and while Jesus was walking in the temple courts, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders came to him. By what authority 
are you doing these things, they asked. And who gave you authority to do this? One Kings, Second Kings, all about authority. Books of Judges, all about people in authority. The book of Revelation, how God will reestablish his authority. John 5, 26 and 27 says, For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given he has given him authority to judge because he is the son of man. Romans 13:1 says every person is to be in sub subjection to the governing of authorities. For there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established by God. Matthew 28:18 and Jesus came up and he came up and he spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. When a king has authority over an area, over a nation, that nation is subject to his rule. They are affected by the rule sets in place inherently because they are a member within that institution. Even today, as people attempt to immigrate, they need a certain papers or permission. And to put it plainly, they cannot leave what they are hoping to escape because they belong to a certain authority. North Korea is a perfect example of this. It is illegal to attempt to leave North Korea because of the particular authority they are under inherently as North Koreans. So what does this all mean, Sully? What are you talking about? Why is this so important? Understanding authority is important because when you understand who has it, you understand who or what doesn't. You understand who truly has the power, who truly holds power. So when we say authority, we're really talking about who has the position of control, the power, and the ability to use that power. When the priests asked Jesus by whose authority, they were really asking, where does his power come from? Their perceived notion is that if he has the power then we no longer do not. It's jeopardizing our power as priests. And we don't have the power. Or we don't have the ability to control. Po people often want power, not just to have the power, but to have a sense of control over what they hope to govern. Let's take this one step further. The beautiful and powerful thing about God is that he has all authority. He has total, complete sovereignty. Why is this important? Because not only does he have all the power, all the control, the top position of sovereignty in his all omnipotence, he never forces himself onto you. God never puts a gun to your head to force you to love him. Doesn't force you to obtain a passport or a visa to meet him. Never makes you pick up a Bible to know him, download an app or give money for his time. And at the very same time, you can never run away from God's authority. You have the freedom to make the decisions you wish to make, but not the choice to choose the consequences. He gives us the free will to make the choice, but not alter the consequences of that choice. You can go about your life any way you choose. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. Truth by definition is 
exclusive. The truth is exactly what it is. It is the line in the sand. Truth leaves no room for exception. Since God is all sovereign, the world is his footstool. Everyone is under his dominion, whether you like it or not. And you have the free will, you have the free choice to choose to choose so, but not the freedom of the outcome. We spoke last week on how the relationship with God leads to the meaning of what life is. By understanding authority, you understand who holds the power, who is in control, who you serve, and begin to understand the relationship, the relationship with Christ. You begin to to serve God and not social media, not serve mystical stones or drugs or pornography or idolize celebrities or people in your family or stealing or the street, the street life, death, music, athletics, your spouse, your friendships, your children, your job, your hobbies. Jesus said, who is my mother? Who is my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven, the will of my father in heaven, he's pointing to an authority. The will of my father in heaven is my brother, sister, and mother. When we begin to really understand authority, we begin to understand how the relationship works within the kingdom's institution and can flourish within the open love that Christ has for us. Who has the authority in your life? Have you given the authority over to Christ? Have you given the authority over to Jesus? Or have you been given it to the random things that are in your life, the things that are plaguing your life, whether it's your circumstances, whatever it is that you're going through, have you given the control over to them? Or are you looking at God who has the ultimate control, ultimate sovereignty? He is the king of all kings. He is the king of all things, of all creation. Have you given that authority to him? Have you opened up your heart to him so that you can better understand the rules of the road of the relationship? of who you serve and how you can move in his love and his abundance and his provision for your life. But are you step, which line, which part of the sand are you on? He has drawn a line. He is the, the way, the truth, and the life. And I want you to live life more abundantly. So what I want you to do is I want you to seek out. I want you to seek out his authority. I want you Allow him to take control of your life. I understand that's like a massive trust exercise. Believe me, I went through this with, with Kevin. Before I went all in, I had a, a big trust issue with just leaning everything over to God. But I want you to tell you that is you can lean and you can give your all over to God and watch what he does with your life. Watch how he blossoms in your life. Watch the gifts that he abounds in your life, the gifts that you don't even know that you have, the things that are inside of you that he's planted in you that you don't even know that are buried there, but you have to allow him to take over in your life. Allow him to have sovereignty over your life. Today is the day to make a choice and make a choice for Christ. I'll see you next time on another Maximize the Moment. Let's get it.